Ah, this this is Johnny Carson, and 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 this is Jim, Jimmy Stewart, and this is George Burns, and this is Rich Little, and I'm on on Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak, and this is episode 162 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as remakes, sequels, as well as what's coming your way as far as latest movies and TV and movie DVD releases. And, of course, our interview segment with someone from the movie, TV, or music industry. This episode, we have a great guest coming your way, as always, Rich Little, the legendary Rich Little, is right here on On Screen and Beyond. He's going to be talking to us about his career, and he's going to be also talking about his upcoming performance on Saturday, May 14th at the Orinda, California, Orinda Theater for the great grand reopening of the landmark Orinda Theater at 8 o'clock. And it's a show you do not want to miss if you're in that area with a man of a thousand voices. Rich Little is going to be joining us shortly to talk about his appearance and everything else, and I hope you're going to stick around for that. What do you say? Let's get right into our look at remakes coming your way in Remake Madness next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Well, on today's show, we got the legendary Rich Little, and Remake Madness has a couple legendary heroes for you. The remake of Hercules is in the works, and Hercules has been the subject of many movies over the decades. And they're going to try it again. And a remake of Zorro is in development. It's called Zorro Reborn from Fox. And only this one's kind of a little bit of twist. It's set in the future with a little bit of a more of a dark edge to it. So it's not going to be your typical Zorro thing. But, uh, you know, we'll see what, what, they, what they do with that. That's about it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a look at upcoming movies. Next, right here. Upcoming movies, well, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, of course, will be expanding his acting ability to play country music artist Charlie Pride in a biopic about the singer. And Jennifer Lawrence and Elizabeth Shue will star in The House at the End of the Street. It's about a mother and daughter who move into a house where a vicious murder happened a long time ago. Look for it in February of 2012. And Tom Cruise will star in a film about a politician Stuck in the middle of a sex scandal. Hmm, that sounds a little bit different, I guess. That's it for upcoming movies next on On Screen and Beyond, Sequel City. We can find out what's coming your way as far as sequels next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Sequel City, well, a sequel to Thor is already being planned, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing Terminator 5. And you can look for Gary Busey to join the cast of Piranha 3DD. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen to Beyond, we can take a look at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. Next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TV on DVD. Well, on May 17th, you can check out the Feathered Serpent Complete Series. Now, this is a 1976 TV drama set in ancient Mexico, and it's a... Uh, uh, British show that was on back then, and and, and I had a, I got an advanced copy of it, and I had a chance to look it over, and it reminds me very much of um, Dark Shadows type of thing. Not not in the premise of the the show itself, but in the fact that. Uh, the way it's filmed and the way the, the actors are acting and everything. And uh, it has that feel of videotape, you know, back back then when they were doing that uh, uh, with that style. And that, just the way it looks, you know, not the way it, it, the show is. It's a pretty interesting show. So if you get a chance to check that one out, that's The Feathered Serpent. And on June 7th, you can check out Robin of Sherwood, set one. And also on Blu-ray, of course, and it follows the life of Robin Hood. And on July 12th, you can look for Damages, the complete third season, as it lands on DVD. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen and Beyond, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD. Well, June 21st, you can look for Unknown with Liam Neeson as it comes to DVD. Also on June 21st, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules as it hits stores. And Johnny Depp gives the voice to Rango in the animated film as it comes to home video in August. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On, our interview segment. And we have a real comedian, impressionist, and a legend, it's Rich Little. He's going to be next right here on On Screen and Beyond, and Rich is going to talk about all the things he's got going, all the things he's done. I don't think there is a person that Rich Little cannot imitate. So we'll find out what's coming our way next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is a legendary comedian and impressionist who over the years has been on numerous TV shows, had his own show on NBC, been the guest host of The Tonight Show for Johnny Carson over 20 times, and was a regular on the Hollywood Squares. One minute he's Jack Nicholson, the next minute he's Jimmy Stewart, John Wayne, or Jack Benny. On Saturday, May 14th, he will be performing a show at the grand reopening of the historic Arinda Theater in Arinda, California at 8 o'clock. It's Rich Little. Rich, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. It's so nice to have you on the show. <laughs> it's, wow, it's, it's nice to be had. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, on May 14th at 8 o'clock at the yeah. Arinda Theater, um, now you've been in that area before for the California Independent Film Festival, right? When uh, they tributed, uh, did a tribute to John, um, Tony Curtis, right? That's right, Tony, Tony Curtis. <laughs> yeah, one of my great voices and one of my dear friends. Yeah, yeah I was there. I was there that night. Yeah. yeah. I met you that night. I remember it's a, it was a, quite a night there. <laughs> yeah, well, Tony was quite a guy. You know, I used to kid him a lot. I used to imitate him. Yonder lies the castle of me father. <laughs> Which he hated. <laughs> yeah, that that was a great evening. Yeah. Now, I know you haven't uh, probably been to the Arinda Theater itself, uh, no. but it's an amazing theater. It's one of those classic old theaters 
and it's just beautiful. I know you're going to love it there. Well, that's great. I'm glad that I didn't tear it down. You know, they usually do. Right. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And now, what can the people expect when they see your show? Is it going to be your, uh, you know, uh, show that you've been doing around the country for for you know the last couple months or so? Well, or? I'm always bringing things up to date. You know, doing a little Barack Obama, and um, you know, I do the presidents, I do Reagan, and yeah, and uh, I do Clinton, and. Um, Oh, gosh, even Richard Nixon, I get out of the moth mothballs occasionally. Mm -hmm. um, and, and a lot of singing impressions, too. You know, I'll do Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Neil Diamond and Tom Jones and Willie Nelson. So uh, a lot, lot of music. Um, and, of course, uh, a lot of uh, ma uh, trips down memory lane with a lot of the older stars. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'll do a little uh, uh, Andy Rooney from 60 Minutes and Dr. <laughs> Phil and... Uh, you know, just try and mix it up to uh, please all age groups, although mm -hmm. I'm sure uh, a lot of young people don't know who the heck I'm doing. But uh, uh, if, you, if you're over 30, uh, you, you should get most of the things, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and now, it's, with all the people that you've done, and you're continually finding new people, what is it you're looking for when you're trying to uh, impersonate somebody? Oh, you look for anything, uh, you know, that's different in their voice that makes them distinctive. And somebody that's well-known, you know, you can't... Uh, right. I mean, I do a lot of uh, friends, and I'd imitate my father and my next-door neighbor, and uh, <laughs> they, they wouldn't go over too well. You have to pick people that are on television or in the movies, and, um, you know, a guy like Jack Nicholson is, is perfect because he's larger than life, and... You know, Jack, he just talks down there like that. You know, so, <laughs> you know, you pick people like that. Right, yeah. Now, I understand that you're also uh, going to be starting up uh, being a headliner in Vegas at the uh, Riviera? Yeah, I'm going into the Riviera on the 25th of May for three weeks. Wow. And um, uh, that, that's kind of exciting. I haven't played the Riviera in 40 years believe it of course i was only 12 at the time but um <laughs> um it, it's nice to be back and then i'm going to be there for three weeks and uh, that's kind of unusual in vegas because uh nowadays they just book people for one or two nights but uh, right yeah that's going to be a nice long run starting on may the uh, may 25th and i hope if people are in town or in vegas they'll drop by and uh, and see me because um you know, I haven't uh, haven't done my act in a while, so yeah. Well, and, you're going to see me Saturday, but uh, if you come, uh, but uh, right. Um, you know, I'm adding a lot of new material. You know, yeah. I do a pretty lousy Ben Laden, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be there five nights a week, right, at the Starlight Theater? Yeah, yeah. Five nights a week, right? Jeez, yeah. That's, yeah, that's I'm looking great. forward to that. So yeah. I work all the time on my act, try and bring it up to date. And, put new jokes in and, uh, you know, try to make it entertaining. You know, there's nothing more boring than watching an entertainer and falling asleep or get bored, you know. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, I always have uh, a lot of voices. So, you know, if you if you don't like one or, you you know, that isn't one of your favorites, so not, there's another one coming along a minute later. So, you know, I get a chance to do about 40 or 50 impressions in a show. Wow. Jeez, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, now, do you ever get confused, you know, going from one voice to another like that? No, I never have. Uh, you know, I, uh, gosh, I haven't done that in years. I mean, I have done it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember one time I was doing Spiro Agnew, who was a vice president mm -hmm. under Nixon, yeah. uh, on television. And uh, I was doing a little Spiro Agnew. 
course, this voice means nothing, but I went into Gerald Ford by mistake, and uh, I did Gerald Ford instead of Spiro Agnew in this uh, mm-hmm. routine, and uh, the, the interesting thing was that nobody nobody picked up on it. <laughs> well, it's a vice president. You know how that is. <laughs> well, Gerald Ford had a very uh, kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, voice that was very monotone like this, and Spiro Agnew talked like this. It's so funny that I think back <clears throat> um, about somebody like Spiro Agnew, who, uh, as I said, was vice president at one time. And Jack Benny adored him for some reason. And when I did him on The Tonight Show, Jack Benny fell off the chair. He, he went hysterical when I did Spiro. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. How uh, you, you think back on things like that. I was very fortunate to, you know, I was young at the time, but I got to know Jack Benny and George Burns and, of course, Johnny Carson and Dean Martin Sinatra and all those people that are all gone now. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. But it was quite a thrill for me being this kid from Canada who came down to the States wide-eyed, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, all these idols of mine, and then having worked with them, uh, it was, was a tremendous thrill for me. Yeah. Now, now, when did you first realize that you could do impressions, and, and who was the first impression you did? I did my homeroom teacher. Really? <laughs> yeah, Clarence Bell. Yes, and he had a bulbous nose and he had a lisp sounded like this (laughs) and i remember i used to answer him in class in his voice oh geez (laughs) you know he'd say richard what's what's the answer to 4b in the textbook and i would stand up and say the answer is 225 pounds (laughs) and he'd look up and say that's correct not only are you a brilliant student but you have a very fine speaking voice <laughs> now did you ever get a detention so that was it when he said that and that and the laughter i got from doing my homeroom teacher i mean i was so popular and i thought wait a minute peace this this is great <laughs> i got something going here you know imitations seem to be popular and that's when i started yeah and how old were you then oh god i, I was probably uh 14 or 15 you wow know? yeah and i imitated all my teachers and um, most of them, anyway. And then uh, I didn't go over too well, though, because it wasn't long before my teachers were charging a three-drink minimum and a cover charge. <laughs> and that's, that, that's when it, uh, it uh, you know, it disintegrated. Yeah. Now, now, who do you personally enjoy impersonating the most? Well, I've always liked to do Ronald Reagan. And I was very fortunate to, uh, to know him. Mm-hmm. And, and do them in front of him. Jeez. Uh, he used to always say to me, Rich, here's what he used to say, Rich, you know, after I step down as president, you can continue on in my place, imitating me, and I could live on through you. <laughs> and I used to say to him, well, thank you, Mr. President, but no thank you. I said, I, I don't really want to be president, besides I'm a Canadian, I couldn't be president anyway. And he said, well, I, I could fix that. <laughs> but he was a wonderful man, and a, and a and a great sense of humor. Really, I mean, huge sense of humor. God, he used to he used to he used to do impressions for me. It was so funny. Oh, he did them too. He did them. Wow. Yep. He uh, every time he'd see me, he would start to do you know he'd do Jimmy Stewart and he'd do uh, uh, John Wayne, you know, and the usual ones. But one night, um, I remember I was there for some function at the White House. 
and Reagan did Truman Capote for me. Do you remember Truman yes. Capote? Yes, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I darn near, I mean, I, I, I could hardly contain myself. <laughs> and, and here was the President of the United States doing Truman Capote. And everybody around, standing around, were going, what happened to the President? Uh, you know, has he flipped out? He, <laughs> and he was doing his Truman Capote like this. And I'm telling you, the reaction that guy, I remember he said to me, you know, a lot of people think that I wrote in cold blood, but that's not true. Actually, I wrote in ink. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Mr. President, that's only funny. That, that, that's a pretty good impression, I said, but I wouldn't give up your day job, you know. <laughs> well, thanks, Rich. I, I'm going to try that out on Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> so he was moving in on your stick there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Could you imagine him doing Truman Capote for Gorbachev? <laughs> you know what I mean? God, there's so many memories. I, I, I wrote everything down, you know, the things that happened over the years, and I've got this book that I'm trying to get published. Yeah, I, I was going to find say. a good publisher, and it's called Little by Little, People I Have Known and Been. Mm, sounds good. Yeah, I'd like to get it out because... You know, I talk about Bing Crosby, I talk about Judy Garland, I talk about Reagan, and of course Nixon, and yeah. all these all these wonderful people that uh, I got to know, you know, now, have and you, impersonate. Yeah, have you been able to meet every one of the people that you've done impersonations of? An awful lot of them. Yeah, yeah an awful lot of them. Huh. You know, I even met Andy Rooney, you know, who yeah. from 60 Minutes. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I remember he came up to me and he said, why do all these casinos and nightclubs and and concert halls and why do they all want you to perform and i said well to do my impressions well why why would they want you why why don't they get the real people <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have an answer to that i said well thank you <laughs> you shuffled off but <laughs> little andy rooney from 60 minutes yeah but, uh, yeah a uh, little curmudgeon but uh, you know the, the thing is you got to keep up to date and keep your act fresh and um and, uh, you know, stay on top of things, although I must admit that there are a lot of voices today that are pretty hard to do. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, if I'm going to imitate some film stars of today, how are you going to do Brad Pitt? Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, some people don't have that, that character no. or the distinction of the, in their voice. No, how are you going to do DiCaprio or Matt Damon or mm -hmm. Ben Affleck? I mean, how do, how do you imitate those people? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it, it gets to be tougher. It really does. Yeah. Now, I know your routine includes um, uh, Carol Channing, who actually was Carol a guest. Carol Channing, yeah. Yeah, she's been a guest twice on our show. Oh, has she? Oh, yeah, she's a wonderful woman. Yeah. We, you know, Carol Channing always says to me, Rich, you know, I, when I hear you do me, I, you sound like my father. <laughs> Can you believe this? She says to this to me all the time. Oh, Rich, you don't sound like me. You sound like my father. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself... You mean her father sounded like Carol Channing? This, I, you know, this is hard to believe. I, I would think she would say my mother, but she, she thinks I sound like her father. Her father. <laughs> and I said, I really sound like your father, Carol. Oh, exactly. I said, really? Then go clean. Then go clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> Here you that's him. That's what he used to say. 
hearing Isn't you do she that. Delightful. Did you, did you like enjoy talking to her? Oh yeah, she was. She was. She always reminded me of somebody who has their finger in a light socket. You know, because <laughs> she's so larger than life and so animated. Oh yeah, and she's got so much enthusiasm. It's un, you know, I know. It's unbelievable. I know. We did. We did that show together up in uh, San Francisco at the college there. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, she was there, and Steve Rossi, my friend, another comedian, and we did uh, an hour and a half. Hmm. And she and I imitated, of course, right in front of oh, her. Yeah. And, uh, she's amazing for her age. Oh, Absolutely yes. amazing. Jeez. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, do you impersonate any other women? Well, I do. I do a couple. You know, I do Carol uh, Channing, and I do Gene um, uh, Stapleton from All in the Family, yes, and yeah. and a little Catherine Hepburn, and. Uh, you know, uh, a few women, not not too many. Yeah. Not too, I used to do Dr. Ruth. I don't know what happened to her. Yeah, yeah, she sort of faded away. Yes, you remember Dr. Ruth Westheimer? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sex is a lot like air. It's not important unless you don't get any. <laughs> 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 she was amazing, that little Dr. Ruth. I'm sorry she dropped out of favor because she... She was a big part of my act, but I, I don't know. She just disappeared, you know? Yeah, yeah, jeez. And then Dr. Phil took over, I guess. Uh, and I don't know where she is now, but she she was great. Yeah. I can remember at many parties I, I was at, and she was there. And I'd look around for her, and I'd say, I don't see her anywhere. And I'd feel a little tug at my at my trousers, and I'd look down, and there she was. <laughs> it's me. I'm down here. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I understand that Johnny Carson got the biggest kick out of you doing impersonations of him. Was there... Well, yeah, 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 he did. He did. Um, you know, he used to bust up and uh, fall about whenever I do all his mannerisms and, uh, you know, and some of his expressions and everything. He, he, was a, he, was a, he was a good guy, Johnny. Hard to get to know, though. Really? Johnny Carson. Yeah, very... Yeah. Very uh, kind of uh, a loner. Yeah. Um, and very good on the air, very polite and everything, but I never really socialized with him ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he, <clears throat> I remember um, I used to say, uh, uh, you know, Johnny, I sometimes I, I get so into doing you, and, and I really become you, and it's not good because sometimes I find myself writing out an alimony check. <laughs> He said, "Good, keep keep, keep doing that." Right. <laughs> you were but he was the while. best. He was the best of the best. Yeah, uh, yeah. His show was so good. <clears throat> yeah, he, he was there. Yeah, and, and and you you did so many guest appearance on his show. Yeah, I was very fortunate to host it. Uh, you know, half well, I guess more than a dozen times. Yeah, and of course appeared on a lot. And uh, back then, you know, everybody watched the Tonight Show oh, with Johnny yeah. Harrison. It was a. It was almost a must. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was such a popular show, so that that did an awful lot for my career, being being on the Carson Show and also being on uh, Hollywood Squares and um, right, yeah. the Dean Martin roasts and things like that. You know, and then the Julie Andrews Show. I was uh, 
a regular on that, and that was probably the most fun I ever had on anything. Really? Yeah. Yeah? Because Julie Andrews did a season on ABC, mm-hmm. yeah. being a singer, and uh, I did most of the comedy. Mm-hmm. And all my characters, and uh, gosh, I wish those shows would come out on uh, DVD. They'd I know. Be fabulous to watch. Well, well, just recently, isn't isn't your show that was on NBC coming out? Yeah, or is, it's out come, now. It is out now. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the stores now, and it's uh, four hours of uh, all kinds of things. There's an interview on there, and there's a lot of commercials I did, and and then all the, sh- I think mm, about fifteen shows that I did for. NBC back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's out now. Yeah. Did did you enjoy doing a, a weekly show like that or or Yeah, I really did. Yeah. I, was... I enjoyed that a lot. It was a lot of pressure, a lot of work. Uh but uh, very enjoyable. And um unfortunately it only lasted a a season, but um and I had my dog on, my sheep dog on and <laughs> yeah. finally when my dog got more male than I did, I I knew that you know, it wasn't going to last. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now, has it, it, like we were saying, Johnny Carson loved what you were doing. Was there any ever anybody who didn't appreciate your efforts? Uh, no, not really. No, I can't say anybody was ever. Well, Paul Lynn used to always pretend that he didn't like me right. doing them. Yeah. I, I would do them in Hollywood Squares, and then mm-hmm. the cameras would pan in on Paul, and he'd always say, Who's he doing? Who's that? I. Oh my! Get a day job. That's disgusting. <laughs> you know, but that was kind of a put on. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, but even Richard Nixon uh, said to a friend of his, and this friend of his that lives next next door to him in San Clemente, he said, "No, Nixon thought you were hysterical. He loved he loved your impression of him." And I used to say, "What? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> no, he used to think it was very funny. I said, "Oh, I don't know about that, but." That's what I heard, anyway. Yeah, so you never actually got to meet Nixon? I did meet Nixon. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I met Nixon in San Clemente at a garden party he threw. I was in my early 20s, and the Hollywood stars that were there were unbelievable. I, I arrived at that party, and there was my act. My act was there. I never met my act before. And John Wayne was there, and Jimmy Stewart, and Jack Benny, and George Burns, and, oh, everybody was there. And, uh, and I ended up doing uh, Nixon in front of Nixon. Hmm. That, that that must be a thrill to be able to do it. In well, front of it wasn't. Him. Oh, it wasn't. No, because I started to imitate Nixon in front of him, <clears throat> and he turned to his wife Pat as I'm doing him, and he says to Pat, "Why, why is this young man speaking in a strange voice? <laughs> I, wh- what's going on here? What, what is? Who is he doing? He didn't know I was doing him. Really? <laughs> no. And it was so embarrassing. You have no idea to." to imitate somebody in front of them, and, and they didn't know I was doing them, and everybody's gagging. I mean, gee, John Wayne was yelled out, somebody get a rope, you know. <laughs> and George Burns said to me, I was so embarrassed I ate a flower. <laughs> <laughs> now, last week we had Ruth Buzzy on the show. As oh, I love Ruth Buzzy. Oh, yeah. And I know you did laughing a couple of times. Yeah. And, um uh, she she also did several of the Dean Martin roles, oh, yeah. which, which did you did, which you did many of them, right? Oh yeah, I can remember her with her handbag hitting hitting Frank Sinatra <laughs> yes. and Dean Martin. Yeah, and all they were worried about was their hair. <laughs> if you watch that clip uh, on, on the the roast to uh, Frank Sinatra, which is a very funny roast, I was so privileged to be on that. 
but uh, all they do are protecting their hair as as Ruth clubs them with her purse. She she was, a, you know, it's it's interesting that she she's still around and um, one of the few that's left. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don Rickles is still hanging in there. Oh yeah. 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 It's yeah. amazing. But oh, not yeah. Most of those people are gone, which is kind of sad. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, I. I know we're heading into the time here, but uh, I have two final questions for sure. you. What is your favorite TV show of all time that you enjoy? Well, probably. It shows my age. But probably my favorite TV show of all time was probably The Honeymooners. Ah, yes, a classic. Definitely. Yeah, with Jackie Gleason and Art Carney. And I, uh, I got to work with Jackie on this variety show out of Miami, and it was a big thrill. But... You know, I mean, uh, th- those shows are, are priceless. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then later on, I liked All in the Family, too. I liked that show. And mm-hmm. I liked Barney Miller. And, uh, you know, there, there, there's, there's a lot of those situation comedies I was fortunate to be on. You know, right, I did yeah. That Girl and The Flying Nun and all those shows, mm-hmm. Love American Style and all that. But I think, I think uh, you know, The Honeymooners was my favorite. Yeah. What about movies? What's your favorite movies of all time? Uh, probably The Best Years of Our Lives. Really? Yeah. Yeah, with Fred Ringmarch yep. and Dana Andrews. And, uh, classic. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's one of those movies that makes you cry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only other one I think I ever cried in was The Shawshank Redemption. Do you remember that oh, movie? Oh, yes. Very good film. Yeah. 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 I don't think they make movies as good as they used to, though. Do you? Not. It seems like it's a lot tougher. Than, well, yeah. Than, I mean, I used to go to the movies at least once or twice a week, and I I haven't been to a movie theater now in about three months because I keep looking in the paper and going, "Well, there's not really anything I want to see." Yeah, here. yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, well, Rich, I, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and I, you know, hope you have a great time. And everybody, go see you at uh, Saturday, uh, May fourteenth, at the Rinda well, Theater. Well, I hope they come and see me. You know, that'll be that'll be thrilled. Maybe oh. I can, you know, back go back to their house and get some deed after the show. <laughs> <laughs> and and good luck in Vegas. Or get their cars for them. You know, as some character. Or something. <laughs> yeah, and good luck in, in Vegas when you return thank for you. your headlining. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, yep, thank- looking forward to it. I'll see, I'll see you on Saturday. What a great guest, Rich Little. Ah, it's great to have him. Uh, you know, I had the opportunity to have dinner with Rich and a group of other celebrities a few years back, and the stories I heard that night were unbelievable and they were so fascinating uh you know i wish i was recording back then because it was it was so great uh, I, I i'm so glad i finally got the chance to get rich on the show so he could share the stories with all of us so we can all hear them and be sure to check out uh, his show if you're in the area or in your vegas uh, trips you know that type of thing go check rich out he's going to be there and uh, he's, he's just a fantastic guy and he's got some uh, he's just a riot to see uh, live in performance so uh, check it out also be sure to check us out on Facebook. We have a link on our homepage on screenandbeyond.com. Go down on the bottom, click it, and bring you right there to us. Or leave a review on iTunes if you have a chance. We'd love you to do that because it gives us a chance to uh, get more people to notice us and uh, you know tell you know more people about us and also tell a friend about the show okay and uh, we'd love to have uh, more people join and listen to the show uh, we currently have over a half a million people who listen to on screen to be on we appreciate that very much and be sure to join us next week when we once again take you on screen 
and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Thank you.